You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. Dozens of firefighters and other first responders took part in a special 9-11 remembrance event at Innovative Field in downtown Rochester on Sunday. WXXI's Randy Gorbin was there. The annual stair climb has been held at the local baseball stadium before as a way to honor the first responders who gave their lives in the rescue efforts 22 years ago. It includes having participants climb stairs in the stadium to mark the distance covered by first responders in the 110 stories of the World Trade Center. Jack Lagora is a volunteer with West Webster Fire Department. He's also a coordinator for the stair climb and says it's important to keep the memories of those who lost their lives in 9-11 alive. All too often, the younger generation coming up, they learn about it in school. We have a lot of young kids here today. They learn about it in school, but they really don't know what it's about. So today we're going to give them an education. Bill Ingram is a New York City firefighter who was a fire marshal when he responded to Ground Zero on 9-11. He came to Sunday's event in Rochester and says he often thinks of the friends he lost on that day. They are on your mind all the time. I lost friends since then. 9-11 related illnesses are still a part of um, what we're dealing with. We're here for the Fallen Firefighters Foundation and one of the friends that I worked with for 19 years is going to be put on the wall in Colorado Springs next week from a 9-11 related illness. The money raised on Sunday will help provide support to surviving families from 9-11 as well as other services available to firefighters. Randy Gorman, WXXI News. A financial debacle that battered the Rochester City School District four years ago has long been put to rest as far as the district goes. But as WXXI's Brian Sharp reports, it continues to dog City Hall and city taxpayers. The case is about what happened in 2019. The city school district was in fiscal distress but misled investors, claiming its finances were trending positively as it sought short-term financing. The city is responsible for district borrowing and relied on that information when authorizing the notes. Last summer, the Securities and Exchange Commission brought charges against the city, its former finance director, and others. More than a year later, there is still no resolution. It's getting awfully expensive, though, in the process. And, and, it's, and, and it may get more expensive if we don't get some type of um, help and relief. That's City Council Member Mitch Gruber talking with Mayor Malik Evans about the city's outside legal bills. City Council is being asked to authorize spending up to $350,000, a sum that likely dwarfs any fines that could be issued if the SEC prevails. The city has disputed any fault in the matter. The fact that we even have to do this is absolutely ridiculous but necessary. The Rochester City School District is not a part of the city of Rochester, and we should not be responsible for financial challenges that they had back in 2019. Evans has asked Congressman Joe Morelli to intervene. City Council now plans to ask Senators Chuck Schumer and Kirsten Gillibrand for help as well. We need to amplify this and the unfairness of it. Brian Sharp, WXXI News. The SEC argues that city officials did know about the district's problems and devised the borrowing plan because they became tired of loaning the district money to keep its finances afloat. Despite clouds and some rain over the weekend, a number of people came out to one of Rochester's oldest festivals. The Clothesline Arts Festival has been around for over 60 years on the grounds of the Memorial Art Gallery. Those grounds have seen changes in recent years, with another phase of the Centennial Sculpture Park being completed along University Avenue. Michael Marsh is the museum's interim director. We really like to feel like the Sculpture Park is an extension 
of the mag. And our, our hope is that people come in, they be, uh, kind of look at the Rashid Johnson wall or the uh, Pia Camille rainbow and feel like, okay, there's something here for me. And that really is the goal, to bring people into the mag because we are a community resource. Sheila Griffin-Jackson makes wall art using brightly colored fabric on canvas. She says since the pandemic, people have been looking for items that are more upbeat. I think because of what this country has gone through, they're looking for things that are that they can kind of feel a little bit more in touch. And so that might be why people are coming up with some brighter ideas. The annual Clothesline Festival is the major fundraiser for the Memorial Art Gallery. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.